Welcome to the Cornerstone Life podcast series, brought to you by Cornerstone City Church, Medway, Kent. Check us out at CCC Medway on Instagram and Twitter. I'm your host, Isaac Butcher from Cornerstone City Church in Medway, Kent. And today we've got Acacia on the line. Hi, Acacia. How are you doing? Hi, Isaac. I'm doing well. Thank you. So I'll let you guys into a little secret. We were up at around six o'clock today to record this podcast. And Acacia, you was up as well, getting ready. And we started where we aim to start at 6.30, apart from I couldn't find my headset. Um, But how did you find the early mornings, Acacia? Um, not too bad. I quite like getting up early. I feel like it. Um, it's a good way to start the day and then you get a few extra hours in before the crazy starts. And I'm finding I'm more productive in the mornings as well. So that's been quite good to get up early and start doing things. A bit yeah, the, the, yeah, the whole um, productivity in the morning thing is very interesting. And uh, uh, several people... Uh, that we both know that I've had this this conversation with and they would absolutely agree. Uh, in the morning, you can get so much done. And um, there are some very successful people in the world as well who claim to have done all their paperwork by 10 a.m. and they get up at like four in the morning or something. Yeah, I have heard that. I'm tr- I haven't quite tried getting up at four yet, but I'm trying to work my way to getting up at four. That'd be good if we could finish by 10 and have the rest of the day to relax. <laughs> I've only intentionally done it once. I have to say, I intentionally did it once. Yeah, um, I've ac- I accidentally woke up just before four yesterday, um, but it was by accident. <laughs> did you wake up and do lots of stuff though? I, I, I did. I made a coffee and I, I was typing away, doing emails, um, typing up um, things on my laptop. Um, but I have to say, uh, time flew, absolutely flew. Yeah, I wish I'd done more. Um, but I think there was, oh, that's right. I, re- I had to fix something and I, then I couldn't find a tool to fix something. And the amount of time that you spend looking for things to do the job that you need to do. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true. Um, yeah, I'm like that. It's frustrating when you can't find what you can't do it quickly when you, you've set your mind to do something. Yeah. Then, yeah. And then it takes longer to figure out how to do it. <laughs> yeah, do it. yeah. So talking about mornings, Acacia, um, what's your morning routine? How do you get going in the morning? Um, I'm quite, um, I try to get up. You can edit that bit up because I said, um, I wake up in the morning <laughs> and I normally, some days I try to go for a run and then I try and spend some time with God and alternate it depending on the mornings just because sometimes it's, it takes a long time by the time we've gone for a run and come back and have a shower and then um but 
recently it's just the same thing all the time like it's just really hard to stay in routine I think I've just been really tired in the mornings so I haven't been able to get up as early but I like getting up early um having some time with God and then starting my work day um that's my main routine but if awesome. I can fit it in I'll do some exercise as well so. Amazing. Well, listen, let's, um, let me ask you a couple of fun questions and then we'll get into okay. a bit about your background and then okay. what you do at Cornerstone. Okay. Awesome. So are you a movie or a theatre person? Movie. I think I do like going to the theatre, but I just haven't been for a long time. So, uh-huh. um, yeah. But All right. Rather, and, yeah. And, and, and are you, if you were at a party, would you ask for 70s disco or 90s dance? Uh, 90s dance all the way. Awesome. And what would be your number one choice? <laughs> oh, I like a bit of old school garage, actually. Oh, nice. Any Anyone yeah. in particular? Any song um, in particular? There's a DJ Luck and MC Neat. Uh-huh. Um, what's that song? Oh, do you remember that? <laughs> Jungle is... Jungle is massive or something. I think it was called. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible, general. But um, incredible, general. Yes, that one. And yeah, and and MC um, uh, DJ Luck and MC Neat. Neat. Yeah, I play. um, I play that song a lot actually uh, at at weddings and things. Yeah, a lot of the old school stuff is coming back and they're remaking it into like, or just using it to remake some new songs. Um, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. all the kids are like, oh, this is like really good. I'm like, we were, we grew up on that. That's not a new song. It's just an old one. <laughs> they just remaked. <laughs> yeah. And um, I don't know if you remember, I can't remember who sings it, um, Shorty Swing My Way. Um, yeah, yeah, Donnell Jones, isn't it? Yeah. Is I it Donnell so. Jones? Yeah. I think so. I can't remember who sings it. No, maybe um, it's not. I've got. I think no, I've got a garage mix with a with a lady singing that. Yeah, I was going to say it's a lady. Yeah, yeah, it's not Daniel Jones. When um, not all of the song, but because I listened to some of the lyrics now, but um, just when I was growing up, like. I remember I just had a picture of like driving in a car and then that blaring out and like God sort of saying like, will you swing my way? Will you trust me? Will you like, will you keep, you know, keep your eyes focused on me and we can jam together. So yeah, remember yeah. that growing up. Yeah. 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 Well, the, 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 the DJ Luck and MC Neat song was um, with a little bit of luck probably. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I got to remember all the names. Of it, it's such a songs. good, such a good lyric, and and it's like um, you know, with a little bit of luck, we will make it through the night. And yeah. I, I guess you know that resonates with a lot of people. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, going back to the nineties, I DJed on a pirate radio station back then in Crystal yeah. Palace. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was spinning garage at, uh, I think it was like 5am in the morning or something. <laughs> Five till seven, I think my set time was. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's quite yeah. cool. They were the good old days. Like, I remember having, you know, when you had like a tape player and you were trying to record songs on the radio or you got like a garage mix and you wanted to record it, but then the presenter would always speak over it. Yeah, so Stop annoying. <sighs> then you'd have to re-record it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So did you used to live in L- London then? Or did you just go down yeah, there for a gig? 
Well, I didn't grow up in London, but I moved to London uh, when I was studying. And then um, okay. I ended up in Croydon for about 15 oh, years. Oh, nice. My family live near Croydon. I'll, oh, okay. I live, um, in Mitcham. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And no, I Mitcham yeah. well. So, um, so, so, and is that where you grew up? Did you grow up in Mitcham? Yeah. So, well, I was born in Trinidad. My family um, moved to England and then we always lived around Mitcham. And then I went to university in Portsmouth. And then from university came to Medway. So for, it's supposed to just be a year. Uh, and then God had... What were you plan. studying in Portsmouth? Um, pharmacy. Okay. And did you come to Medway um, because of the School of Pharmacy here or was that... No, I came. So basically after university, we have to do a pre-registration year. And you can do that kind of wherever you want to. But um, it's a little bit like universities. You're only allowed to apply. If you want to go to hospital, you're only allowed to apply for four... Um, at a time and then you've got to go through clearing and everything like that mm-hmm. but at the time I applied for a four along the south coast so I wanted to stay in Portsmouth um, what I really wanted to do was to go to Brighton but I didn't get into Brighton and then um, decided halfway through the year that I didn't really want to stay in Portsmouth to stick it out for another year because I'd had my time and then there was only a few places left but it was funny because how it works is in on the interview panel. So I went for an interview for Brighton, but what happens is other people sit on in the panel as well. So Medway sat in on the Brighton panel and then whoever sits in on the panel gets a guest first refusal. So because Brighton rejected me, they get an opportunity to either take me or not as well. And um, oh, wow. Medway had offered me a place right from the beginning, but I'd never heard of Medway and I was like, I don't know what, this place is but okay thank you (laughs) (laughs) and then I went on to explore and there was only a few places left and I was thinking about going back to London to stay with my family but the place that I found um was in on in North London at St Bart's Hospital and then Mm -hmm. the the distance to travel from my family home to St Bart's was longer than me traveling from my family home to Medway so I just thought you know what and then one of my friends he was supposed to be leaving but he um, decided he was going to stay on and he was at Medway and he said it was okay. And um, so I just thought, you know what, it's just for a year, just do my pre-reg and then I can go back to London after. And so that's how I ended up in Medway. And I only planned to be here for the year and then I can't find the door out. Although now I'm <laughs> now I'm a bit more relaxed. I'm starting to put some roots down. I think for a long time I was trying to get out. <laughs> so so how, long, how long have you been in Medway altogether? Um, 10 years, over 10 years. Wow, time goes fast, so, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, I know, it goes really, really quickly. And every so every opportunity I had, I tried to apply for jobs outside of Midway. But... God wants to keep you here. <laughs> yeah, I think I've got that <laughs> message now. So, <laughs> Well, we, we, we love having you here. Um, oh, you've been here twice as long as me. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. How long, when, yeah, five years ago. Five years, yeah. Where did you live uh, before? Uh, I was in Croydon before that. Oh, okay, you were. So you came from Croydon to here. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I, I prefer this to Croydon, but there are some mm-hmm. good things in Croydon still. <laughs> yeah, got, food got places. Bad rep, yeah, bad rep now, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I think I, I I lived in a cul-de-sac. I was thankfully shielded from a lot of the stuff that you hear. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, uh, yeah. yeah there's been quite a lot of that's happened in Croydon. We used to go. We used to go shopping down there. But, yeah, it's good for shopping and it's good for food. Yeah. 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 But you don't stay out there 
too late. <laughs> you get. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah. So you went. Um, were you a Christian your whole life, or did that happen later on? And how did you get to be in Cornerstone Church? Um, I've always been brought up in a Christian family, so um, always known about God growing up. Um, used to go away to these um, Christian camps when we were younger, just youth camps on the Isle of Wight. And um, every year I'd go back there and um, like you'd have an encounter with God, God would meet with you. Then you go back <clears throat> back home and then nothing really changed. And then I remember when I was 15, I just said to God, God had done some black amazing things in my life then at the camp and then I just said to God like if he's real I don't want to it felt like a bit of a cycle like a bit of a rinse repeat like every year I'd come back and be dealing with the same things and then have an amazing encounter with God and then go back home and nothing would really change and come back and deal with it all again kind of thing and I remember at 15 I just said to God like if you're really real and if this is this is real then I don't want to still be in the same place next year um I want to have grown I want to have seen like what you can do in my life and and then I didn't really nothing I didn't feel like anything changed that year in particular but when I came back the following year I thought oh I'm not still thinking like this or I'm not you know not worried about these things anymore or so it was just kind of a bit of a light bulb moment of actually God has been working and he is real and I'm not in the same place and I'm not dealing with the same things and then God did a lot that year as well and um, I decided we used to do I don't know if you heard of it's a knockout um, but we had it's a knockout we always had a competition as part of the camp and then that year they were doing baptisms in the it's a knockout uh-huh. pool and I thought <laughs> oh, really? I just felt like um I just needed to seal what God God was doing really over the last couple of years so I got baptized in a field in the Isle of Wight <laughs> in the <laughs> knockout pool and then I guess since then um that's been the yeah the kind of pivotal moment I think um, where things, I think, just I've just it was a choice then to just keep walking with God. Um, from then, obviously, there was ups and downs. I know before I went to uni, um, there was a bit of challenging times, and you kind of question your faith and think about other things. And I think when you're mixing with um, other people, and as we talked about earlier, like other world views, you kind of question things. But um, from then, really, I've just been kind of walking with God and growing, and just yeah working stuff through um and then the first year at uni it was really hard because I just didn't really find a church to get plugged into I went along to lots of different churches but just never really found um a church to call like family and then in the second year I found a church which was a new frontiers um church like um a plant in Portsmouth Mm -hmm. so then but when I went along to it it just felt like it was the right thing it just God just spoke and I met people and it was just an amazing church so I went there for the time that I was at um Portsmouth University and then when I was coming funnily enough it's a crazy story um I'd never obviously heard of Medway but when um I said that I've got this place at Medway the people in my small group said oh there's a church in Medway um and this couple had just moved to Medway a few months prior to me leaving so they'd come along to my small group and they were telling me about it and they said oh like we've got family um in a church in Medway so I can get you connected so um I said to them that'd be really helpful and it was amazing because I'd never heard of Medway not only was there a new frontiers church I'd really felt 
of Wild Souls at Portsmouth, just that I really agreed with what New Frontiers believed, how they worked, their kind of doctrine, theology, the fact that they were in the words and the spirit. Um, so I was really wanting to find a New Frontiers church that I could go along to. So I was thinking, what are the chances? I've never heard of Medfag and then there's a New Frontiers church. Anyway, found out later, what I didn't realise, I rocked up at church and I went along to like a family meeting, which was, it was Medway Family Church at the time. And Susie and Adam met me. So I met them. They were one of the first few people that I met. But it so happened that Nick and Corey was actually Susie's brother who was at my church in Portsmouth. So oh, wow. They were the ones that recommended Cornerstone, um, well, Medway Family Church at the time. So it was just a really random like thing rocking up and then saying about my story and then Susie was like that's my brother so it was just oh wow (laughs) yeah so then that kind of confirmed a lot as well so started coming along from there the first year as I said I didn't really want to be in Medway so I used to (laughs) literally come drive up on a Monday morning do work and then on a Friday night I'd go home back to London so Uh for a lot a lot of the year I wasn't really around for the weekends so I'd spend my a lot of my weekends in um London so I didn't really get involved like church every time I was around weekends I sort of went on a Sunday but I was going along to a small group during the week so I got to Uh know people through a small group mostly I sort of initially and then I felt like actually it'd be really good to stay some weekends and then I started um, staying a few more weekends and then got plugged in that way Mm. as well Amazing (laughs) and obviously I'm sure you've done done quite a few different things in the church since you've been here Um, but what's your current kind of status in the church in terms of responsibilities and roles what do you what are you currently doing um i'm currently um lead the student 20s group which is called feed um so that's been um it started off with um, mostly aimed at students but we've kind of evolved and it's for student and 20s at the moment so i do that um part of the welcome and hospitality team and then also the worship team so yeah. you're 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 kind of continuing i guess with the with the group kind of activities that you did something that really impacted you and, and sort of connected you to the church yeah 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 amazing been, yeah amazing and um what's what you i mean we're in coronavirus kind of lockdown period at the moment so we have been a bit restricted in terms of meeting online um via zoom um and then obviously in terms of like the worship it tends to be kind of um, recorded and and then obviously um watched on youtube or via the church website but when we go back to something more normal what what are you really looking forward to what's the the thing that you look forward to the most i think i'm really looking forward to seeing people in real life i think we've obviously be so thankful for technology and being able to see people via zoom and connect with people and it's just been such a blessing but it's i think it can be quite draining and i'm just looking forward to seeing more people now that we can this restrictions have eased a little bit just being able to see people in the flesh and um it'll be good when we can actually rather than socially distance but actually um hug people but that's probably not going to happen straight away. So probably later on, that would be, um, that'd be really good. Yeah. I, I was thinking yesterday what it will be like in five years time. What we'll be thinking when we look back at, at 2020. It's crazy to think that just life has completely changed for us. Our normal has got, um, 
just so different and it's amazing how we've all adapted but I think it, it is going to definitely change the way we look at life and it's been really lovely though some of the things that we've kind of taken for granted like just um in like cooking at home and things like that like I just especially um with crazy life work life and sometimes it's easy just to be like oh let's go out for dinner and whereas obviously ha- hasn't happened as much recently so we've had to like just cook at home a lot more and stuff which yeah. has been yeah a real blessing and yeah. quite a good thing that's happened over lockdown amazing um so before we finish acacia um just tell us a little bit about what you've been able to do with your feed group online and something that you're looking forward to doing once lockdown has kind of completely eased off um i think feed has been really good and we've really engaged in um zoom but i think some people have found it quite challenging just to still continue to meet and then we've kind of navigating lockdown for themselves so i'm looking forward to just being able to meet in person and um yeah just to catch up and do something fun maybe a beach barbecue or something where we can all kind of be outdoors but um still see each other and um have a bit of fun together Awesome. And, um, you know, so anyone listening to this who perhaps is in the Medway area and fits into that category. So it's um, it's 20s. Is that right? And students. Student and anyone in their 20s. um, Then, you know, do get in touch with the church if you'd like to get involved. You'd like to join that group. Um, Now, you know, a little bit about Acacia and what she does, who she is. And uh, and I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast and you've probably listened to a few others and uh, you can get to know a bit more about other people and the church as a whole. But do get in touch with the church if you're listening to this and uh, and you think that that would really, really help you. Um, Acacia, thank you so much um, for your time this morning. No worries. Thank you. It's been really great to have you on the show and I'm sure lots of people will enjoy listening to this podcast. Um, But I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Have a lovely day. I will. I'm going to I'm going to go for my run now and and then have breakfast. I'm looking forward to uh, to getting getting out and stretching my legs. (laughs) Good plan. Yeah. (laughs) Enjoy your run. Thanks so much. God bless you. Enjoy. Yeah, me too. Enjoy your day. God bless. Take care. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, do connect with us. We're on social media and you can visit our website, cornstonecity.co.uk.